0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody. This is Real Talk, the audio-exclusive version of Bible Line, And I am your host, Pastor Jesse Martinez. That's right, this is audio-exclusive, so you can only get this on the audio apps, all your podcasting apps. So make sure that you sub to us. Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Podbean. I don't even know if we're on Podbean, but all these different places that we have, have distribution. Make sure you follow us there. And if you have a Bible question, send it to us, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org, and it'll be my pleasure, and I don't just say that. It will be my pleasure to be able to seek out the Scriptures and provide an answer for you and maybe even make a video. In a lot of cases, we're able to do that, but we're walking through um, some things that have been on my mind recently. And last week, last week we talked about double-minded man and learning how to ask in faith, and you know, not wavering. I told you some some, some you know very personal story about my my uncle and uh, the thing that I said when my mother passed away, and how he shared with me he wished he would have taught me to pray for strength. To do what God was asking me to do, to to ask what to do what God was asking me to walk through, and it just reminded me of James chapter one. And uh, I I want to kind of finish that thought um, by, you know, we're we're skipping some verses here, and I think these verses are important, but to what I'm talking about today, I I I, I have a Schofield Bible, and in James chapter one, verses twenty two through twenty five there's a section there called the test of obedience. And and we talked last week about how James described himself as a servant, although he was many other things, he saw himself as a servant and how I think that's important for the believer to see themselves in that light. Um, But you know, a servant can be a good servant or a bad servant. And the difference is obedience. And this is the same thing with how we should raise our kids. (laughs) I just seem to be surrounded by kids recently. Um, We've got several families that are in our church who have young children and, and they can be as old as three. And some of them, like in my case, my wife and I, our daughter, uh, she's six months old. So it's, so, you know, a lot of different ranging things there, but as new parents, a lot of us in our, in our church family, are new parents, there's, you know, how are you going to discipline your kids? And that question comes up and it's something you have to talk about with your wife. You have to seek the scripture. You have to, you want to make sure you get it right. You want to do it God's way. And one of the things that primarily we see throughout the Psalms and the Proverbs is rebellion has to be disciplined. You know, if, if, if someone is able to knowingly disobey instruction, the standard that has been set, there needs to be discipline there. And I, I firmly believe that's how God deals with his children. Um, we're never going to be unborn out of God's family, uh, but we will be chastened. We will be, you know, spanked. I, d- I don't like that word because the world has all these different connotations about corporal punishment with kids and all that. But, you know, God will use his word to discipline us, and it will not be a joyful thing. Hebrews 12 talks about that, and I'm... I don't intend to go look at that in our episode today, but you need to know that as a believer, you cannot live how you please and get away with it. God will discipline you. Hebrews 10 tells us that it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And, um, if you think that you're going to just be this disobedient servant, um, you got another thing coming. You have, um, grace, You know, and and there's no sin that will ever separate you from God. But let me tell you, you're going to miss out on an opportunity to be rewarded by him. You're going to miss out on joy in this life. You're going to miss out on being able to bear much fruit. I think there's a lot of Christians right now that are so concerned with themselves that they're going to have no fruit. You know, they're they're, they're trying to work on themselves in all these different areas that they're never going to be profitable to the lost man or to the person in the body of Christ. They're going to, they, they, they think that like self-reformation is the most important thing. It's not, you know, I was just talking with somebody earlier today when I was, when I was 26 years old and I always knew I wanted to be a pastor and I'm okay. What do you mean by always knew pastor? I I mean, I believed from a, from a young age, probably when I was 17 or 18 years old, that, that God was calling me into the shepherding ministry of a pastor. I cared about people. I, I wanted people to know the truth. And as I learned of the gospel, I had already known it since I was 12. That's when I believed. But as I learned to share it effectively, I got a lot of joy from leading people to Christ. But I also really liked talking to people and giving them advice from the Bible. But I was learning those things. But in 2016, I came out of one of my junior classes after looking at a story of Hezekiah and how he spread those letters before the Lord. And he wanted the world to know there's that he wanted God to move and meet his needs so that the world would know that God is in Israel um that really spoke to me and and that day right outside our church doors because the college that I went to Florida Bible College is right outside of our church you know right in the back of our church and I walked out to the front in the the class period and I I wept I wept hard because I realized I was trying so hard to do things my way and what can I do for God? And I mentioned that last week. You know, what can I do for God? What can I do for God? But I wasn't asking God. What do you want me to? You know, what? What? What do you want? I want to do that. But that day, 2016, I know it sounds so dramatic, but I'm being as serious as I can right now. I died. There were so many things that I wanted to do with my life. I, I couldn't even name them to you because I'm so far removed from them now. But I died. I just died to my desires. And I decided I want to do what God wants and Things became so much more simple obedience was simple now It wasn't like I got to do this list of things. I just got to obey what God says in his word and I'm gonna know what he says in his word because I'm gonna read it and I'm gonna ask him To tell me what to do and as long as I'm reading the word and I do what it says I will be in obedience to the Lord And that's what I want to talk about today, especially when we look at James. James is talking to Jewish believers, like I said in the beginning of last week's episode, people that their whole life is different now. You know, all the rituals of the temple and, you know, the observance to the Mosaic Law and all that, the sacrifices, those things don't apply anymore. They've all been satisfied in Jesus Christ, but now these believers' lives are totally different. They... They've probably lost relationships that they had built for years that were probably in their families for generations. And now they don't have much in common with those people. So there's a real tendency, a real temptation to draw back into the things that are not able to save them. And so James is talking to his congregation and to you and me today when he says this in verse 22 of James 1. But be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Lots to unpack here, but, you know, the first thing I want you to see is that it's very, it's very clear that God wants you to be a person of action. You know, he doesn't want you to be some monk on a mountain somewhere um, becoming the best version of yourself. He wants you to be selfless and to do things for other people. And and that's that's a mindset thing, guys. That's that's a decision to obey in action. And he contrasts that with not hearers only. And you've heard me say this before. I think a lot of people think they're spiritual just because they're subscribed to clear Bible teachers. Just because you hear the word doesn't mean you're obedient. You've got to do what the word says, unless you're gonna deceive yourself into thinking you're 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 doing right. You know, you're not you're not doing right. If you're only hearing you got to do and then James paints an illustration here, which is why I believe the Bible is a practical book. It uses illustrations to communicate a point. What's the point? Be a doer when you hear the word do what it says. So here's the illustration verse 23 for if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer. He is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass now this is old time language but this is the person who looks in the mirror okay that's the stage that he sets 24 for he beholdeth himself he sees himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was he looks in the mirror and then he just he doesn't make any changes he he goes on his way and straightway there that word straight means immediately he forgets what manner of man he was You know, I'm I'm looking at the man in the mirror. We know that little chorus from that song, but it's like the word is going to show you things that need to change. Okay. You need to know that that's going to happen. And the man who simply listens to the word sees the opportunities to change, but he doesn't do anything and he forgets that he's got issues. You know, I, uh, Jesus saying, you, you want to take the the splinter out of someone else's eye, you better check that you've removed the moat out of yours. Hello. <laughs> That's like, it's like we want to nitpick everybody else, but we, we forget we have our own issues. And then verse 25, he gives you an illustration of the person who is a doer, who, verse 25, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So the man that looks into the law of Christ, that we're supposed to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And, and, and you see that, you hear it, and you actually do it. Look at the rest of that verse. He not being a forgetful hearer, but he a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. The works that the man who is obeying god the his works will be blessed and and it's really that simple and and this is the but this is what so many people are not doing they're not obeying and then they're asking for god to do a great work in their life and they're they're asking to know god's will and i I, it's almost like god is saying to them do what i've already written to you do what i've already told you to do (laughs) (laughs) Boy, sometimes I wonder how my daughter's going to react to my, to my teaching style, you know, but it's, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. Like just do what I've asked you to do. I think all a lot of Christianity today, because of all the different flavors of stuff, they, the last thing that they're going to do is what God's word says. They're going to follow an influencer or a blog or a YouTube channel. And they'll do those things from that person but they won't do what God has already said. And you know, I think people, You there might be people that are listening right now. You're doing that. You're kind of, if I can just be frank, and I know I'm not Frank, I'm Jesse, but if I can be frank with you, I think there's some people that might be listening who are just simply waiting for me to tell them what to do. I don't want that. God doesn't want that. He wants you to look in his word, see the corrections and then make the changes. And that's how you'll grow. And growth is a wonderful thing. And there's growing pains. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna mess up and do things incorrectly. You're not going to do things as good as you could. But you know what? Keep on keeping on. Keep on obeying. Here's some things. You're, you're going to be so close to the Lord. You're going to have so much peace. You're going to have a single mind. You know, sim- simplicity in thought instead of thinking what can i do you're going to think god what do you want and then you go to his word and his word is already so clear and you'll become more and more skilled in the word you're going to have your senses exercised and this is going to be something that people will benefit from but you're going to have the best benefit you're going to be you're going to be tight with the lord and i'm working on that you know and that's what's kind of why i sat down and recorded these for you today's because I just want to share with you how you can have that sense of direction and, and singleness of mind. It's really that simple. Now, there's a lot of complexity if you try to look at it as a whole life, you know. Like, oh, I got to do this for the rest of my life. Just do it today. Promise that whatever God tells you through his word today, you will do it. And I guarantee you you'll be blessed in whatever you do. I mean, that's not something I'm just telling you verse twenty five says it this man shall be blessed in his deed. another uh heavy one today, but i I think it's beneficial and if you're listening and this is you, you know you're you've been hearing a lot, but you haven't been doing let's do let's do. Come clean to God that you haven't been doing the most that you can. And then just read his word today and do what it says. And then when you get up tomorrow, commit to the same thing. Day by day. Don't try to look at your whole life and try to live it right now. (laughs) Just day by day. This has been Real Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Jesse, and you're listening to Bible Line. If you have a Bible question, send it to us. Questions at BibleLineMinistries.org. Keep it right here. Until next week, keep looking up. Jesus Christ is coming soon. God bless. If you enjoyed today's episode of Bible Line, make sure to subscribe to the channel and share this video with a friend. Do you have a Bible question? Send us an email, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org and we'll do our best to get you an answer. Or you can leave your question in the comments of this video. Be sure to check the links in the description for more clear Bible teaching. Bible Line is a ministry of Calvary Community Church located in Tampa, Florida.